Across this land, reports of the unexplained are documented, sightings of the supernatural witness and horrors of the unknown experienced and told from the smallest of town to the biggest of cities. Urban legends and bogeyman occupy the shadows of our minds and surroundings. From the east coast to the west coast, beasts and monsters of folklore claim their territory on the back roads of rural America and the isolated trails of Appalachia. I'm Evil Nate, an independent professional wrestler, and I travel these roads across the country that are occupied by these tales of superstition and ghosts of a violent history inside the ring and outside the ring i'm wrestling with the abnormal and the paranormal yo what's up my freaks geeks and butt cheeks this is the black dahlia with evil nate and you're listening to Wrestling with the Paranormal and the Abnormal. Abnormal. Oh, right. oh yeah. Stealing my thunder. Go Stealing her thunder. So, we got a special treat for you guys today. I think this is going to be another quick hitter. Bam, straight out of the park. But before we get started this week on this episode, I want to give another shout out at the uh, Midnight Moth. You can always check them out every Friday. They drop on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts at. They do kind of what we do. They do a little more of a uh, cryptid cryptid thing. I think this week uh, on the episode that drops tomorrow, that well, on Friday, actually, the same time that this episode will be dropping, uh, I think they're doing a movie review of the horror comedy from the mid-2000s called Black Sheep. It's one of my favorite movies uh, from back then. It takes place in New Zealand. It's real fun. So be sure. I've never heard of it. Oh, you haven't? Mm-mm. Oh, basically, it's like were sheep instead of werewolves. It's in New Zealand, and it's about were sheep. Oh, so humans turning into sheep? Yeah. Do they kill people? Yeah. They're experimenting on sheep. And then, like, activists are trying to, like, stop them from doing it. It's something like that. And then there's experiments going on, and their people are turning into were-sheep. It's in New Zealand. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I just made a big mistake. I just had sherbet ice cream, and now I'm eating a mint gum. Ooh, that yeah. sounds delicious. Oh, love it. So, again, check out The Midnight Moth, wherever you check out your podcasts at. iTunes, Spotify, Anchor. I think you'll dig what they're doing over there. That's my sister's podcast. Check it out and see what you guys think. They do really good shit, man. So, before we get started, Black Dolly. I'm literally choking on mint gum right now. She's choking, guys. I got to give her mouth to mouth. Yeah. All right. So, we're going to let make sure she's surviving. I'm okay. All right. She's good. She's good to go. So, this week's podcast, let me break it down. Let me break it down to you. Dolly, a black Dolly, a Miss Black Dolly, the one and only Black the Dolly, the Chainsaw Queen, the Titty Master, thong wearing, chainsaw wielding badass, cheek clapping, booty slapping, to- nipple tapping, boyfriend trapping, the Black Dolly. Lock up your husbands, lock up your wives, lock up your back door, run for your lives. The bitch is back in town. All right. <laughs> All right. So, Black Dolly. When you think of scary bogeyman <clears throat> or a physical manifestation of the devil, what do you think of? Those are two different things, Nathaniel. Yeah, um, but they kind of go hand in hand. They are very different. They're not the same. Let me spit out this gum. All right. Uh, when I think of the devil, you can either go um, a handsome fallen angel, oh, yeah. dark, mysterious. I actually like... The sorry, the guy with the big dick just drove by. Oh, so huge. Um, 
Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> there he goes again. Oh my <laughs> god! Some I, more for him. I gotta change that, my yo. underwear now. Oh, you pooped yourself. Oh no! <laughs> it came out the other end. Ew. Oh my god! We were earlier. We were watching something about penis enlargements. Yeah. And in Vegas, this guy said the biggest penis. This the surgeon in Vegas said the biggest penis he he saw whip wise was like eight inches. Eight inches around that sounds like a good time crazy scary man your asshole would never recover it wouldn't even be here <laughs> okay so okay you remember in the movie constantine loved it and you know how the devil like the the actor had a goofy face but yet but he was handsome. eerily handsome yeah, yeah. yes so i like the interpretation of the devil wearing all white instead of all black and he had like tar on his feet. It was really artistic in my opinion. Love that. And I like the idea also, instead of hell being extremely hot, it's it's so it's so cold that it burns. Love that. So I like the opposite. So as yeah, opposed yeah. to that, when you think of the devil, you think possibly the horns, maybe a mustache, maybe that that pointy goatee, you think uh, maybe fangs, you think red skin you think possibly hooves because a lot of people okay. correlate yeah, him with yeah. like a goat and then as for the the boogeyman um you think possibly like something under your bed like a creature with long fingers long fingernails yeah. you think dark cloak yeah you think manifestation of fear. nightmares and fear yes. yeah it's the physical see i love that i love everything you just gave there so the physical manifestation <laughs> of fear so story i'm going to tell you this evening is something that as soon as i found out about it like two months ago it intrigued the shit out of me and you were like i just have to tell dahlia yes i was like i'm not going to tell her about it until we're on the podcast that's so, what he does to me i literally unless i already have previous little bits and pieces excuse me knowledge of stories i i don't know the full stories that are on here no and this one i 100 percent have never heard before so give it to me nathaniel Okay, so goes like this. Long, long ago, many years before Jack the Ripper was terrorizing the streets of London, mm -hmm. there was somebody else that was just a little different than Jack the Ripper. His name... Jack the Ripper was a serial killer that unfortunately assaulted women. That's true. Ladies that's, of the night. This one, this person, this thing, this monster, this bogeyman... This devil in the flesh, he didn't murder anyone, but for 60 years, he was called the Terror of London, and his name was Spring-Heeled Jack. What do you think about that name before we get started? I think this is in England. Yes. I think they need to come up with another name for another boogeyman, because Bro. you got yeah, like yeah. two going on yeah. right there. You got Spring-Heeled, you got Jack, and then you got Jack the Ripper, and hey, do you remember that um in the early 2000s that you don't know jack i do yeah yes i actually liked that I, my family would um play it at christmas time and it's pretty cool that's awesome So jack's a popular name jack's a popular name but the similarities between spring hill jack and jack the ripper they end where they begin they begin where they end and that's with the name jack so okay so this is uh, not a human then you're about to find out tell me all right so <clears throat> during the reign of queen victoria Authorities, they were slammed with reports of a devilish ghoul that carried a sinister smile upon his face. He wore unusual clothing, leaping out of the shadows and attacking people. This thing, this man, 
this entity became known as the Terror of London, Spring-Heeled Jack. Story goes like this. The year is 1837. A businessman. He's walking through the Barnes Common in southwest London. It's nighttime. Late at night. He's on a path adjacent to the cemetery. So as he's walking down this path and, you know, he's paying attention to the cemetery, he starts to hear rustling and noises coming from the inside of the cemetery walls. Immediate GTFO, get the fuck out of there. Zombies, so, vampires. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, okay. And so he's already getting on alert because this part of town is known for crime at this point. Why the fuck is he walking out at night then if it's like a crime-ridden area? You said he's a businessman. Maybe he got off work late? Yeah, or... you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know did why. you say that he was like owning yeah, his a, own business or something? I don't know. I know he's a businessman. But for some reason, yes, he's walking through this crime ridden part of town he's just asking for trouble he's asking for some spooky shit yeah so as he hears the rustling coming from inside these cemetery walls he starts to speed up because he knows this is a hot spot for crime he starts walking faster pacing going faster he's sweating his balls off trying to get away when out of nowhere a dark figure leaps over the cemetery wall and it lands right in front of him stopping him in his tracks he notices about this figure that this thing is tall, thin, with, here we go again, red glowing eyes. The Mothman. Yeah. <laughs> and he has an unusually wide smile plastered across his face. He's wearing a helmet and what did you say earlier? A dark cloak when you think of a bogeyman mm. or a devil, whichever one you said. And you say hard that you said helmet it's like a hard top yeah yeah hat, I think, I th- like yeah like a, a war helmet i'm thinking like a war helmet like the round yes okay. and underneath all this was a very tight fitting white garment but it resembled oil skin so i guess like oily skin the businessman as soon as he saw this he ran he darted from this guy from this thing My i mean man. as you wouldn't you, you know as you would and then as he escaped this thing he could hear devilish evil laughter like it was following him, but nothing happened to him. He got away. Oh, okay. So then, the next month, a woman named Mary Stevens, and before I get started on this, there's nothing bad described as happening or anything, but I'm going to give a warning for those that, um, you know, are sensitive to this type of material. So, what you would call a trigger warning, there is what is SA, and you know that's assault. But there's no description of what he did. But the words are there. So I will use the word in this story. I'm so proud of you. Listen to your growth, Nathaniel. That's a Black Dahlia thing. Everybody Uh. give it up for her. So the next month, a woman named Mary Stevens, she's walking through a park in South London on her way to Lavender Lavender Hill, where she works as a servant. As she's walking to her job, she encounters this figure in the same manner. He leaps in front of her out of nowhere with terrifying laughter, devilish laughter. He grabs her and he attempts to sexually assault her by ripping her clothes with his sharp metallic claws. What the fuck? She yells for help, and the man that would become known as Spring Hill Jack, he flees as soon as people of the village come to her aid. What a fucking pussy. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So... There were several sightings followed with similar similar patterns of this Spring-Hill Jack figure targeting women at night. Reports say that this man, this creature, this being could jump as high as 10 feet. And some witnesses even said he would breathe blue fire. 
these occurrences were happening so much that he became kind of a celebrity because he was stories about this thing began to, you know, widely they they were printed in the newspaper. I guess on a weekly, a monthly basis. Well, you got to think in the time period, the late eighteen hundreds. Yeah. The, that's their form of entertainment. Well, that's yeah. their source to no TV, the no rest radio. Of the world. Yes, yeah, that's exactly. that, that's what you got. You know, aside from sitting around the campfire telling spooky <laughs> tales or singing songs, Everyone or going to brothels. Yeah, this is what you do. I'd so, be at the brothels. Of course you would. You'd be there clanging and banging, baby. <laughs> Shaking my titties. Clanging and banging. What's up? So in eighteen thirty eight, the most infamous and terrifying incident. Of Spring Hill Jack occurred. Now, really quick. Yes. Spring Hill. How's the spelling? Is it like a spring in your stuff? Yeah. Because he could jump I'm, so high. That, oh my god! I'm so dumb. That's what I was thinking. That's what I assumed. I, I assume they called him. Spring, he had a he has spring because he could jump ten feet high. Oh, so, okay. Sorry. I'm. No, you're dumb. good. You're good. No, you're not. In 1838. Now this is the most infamous and most terrifying incident to ever happen with Spring Hill Jack. Okay. A woman named Jane Elsip, I believe, is her name. It was a quarter to nine in the small village of Old Ford where she lived. She's in her house. She hears a bell outside of her door go off. That's what they have, you know, bells. So she goes to answer it. Upon answering it, she cracks the door open slightly, you know, for protection. And as she does, she sees this vague, shadowy figure standing there in the darkness. Now, all she can make out, because she couldn't tell the features, it was a tall man in a helmet wearing a cloak. And that's all she could see. And upon seeing this tall figure in the dark, she asks, "What you know? What, can I help you?" And he responds with, in a very strange voice, as she described, "I'm a policeman. For God's sake, bring me a light. We've caught Spring Hill Jack here in the lane." So, she's in a strange voice. How do you mean? Like a spooky, otherly, worldly voice. Okay. So, she makes haste. She runs back in grabs a candle, and rushes out and hands it to him. But as she hands it to this figure, it begins to illuminate him. And she sees that this is no police officer, but this is a devilish figure with that sadistic smile plastered across his face. And he's once again in this tight-fitting oilskin suit. And this is the weird part. Strapped to his chest, what she could recall was a strange object resembling a lamp. Okay. She screams in horror and attempts to run. Oh, of course. Hell yeah, dude. The spooky. I'm screaming for her. That's like the Joker showing up. You know what I mean? On your front porch. It's such a movie moment. I can envision it. A young woman in her, yes. you know, gown. Yes. 1800s. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah. She has her oil lantern, you know, like a little lantern with the, with the, the candle yeah. or a candlestick, if you will. Yes. Holding it with, by the metal hook. The light just, she turns around, she goes up, light illuminates his face. Ooh, I would literally Terrifying. piss my pants. See a big devil face. Scream, maybe pass out like a little pussy. Yep. Like, oh, oh dude, you. dude, I would, I would. So, screaming in horror, she attempts to run back in the house. And when she does, Jack grabs her with his claws. And as he tears pieces of her clothing and her hair, he wrestles her to the ground. And he began to laugh, and blue flames shot from his mouth. This is what she saw as she's being wrestled to the ground. Her two older sisters that were still in the house, Mary and Sarah, they hear this commotion, this rustling, this fighting coming from the front of their house. Thank goodness. Yes. So they rush, and they see that their their her sis, their sister is there, and she's being attacked by this monster. They pry her away from Spring Hill Jack. And upon prying her away, they pull her back in the house. And as they do, the rest of their family appear outside. And when they do, this frightens Spring Hill Jack away and he leaps. 
He runs. He jumps. Whatever he does. However he gets away. Okay. The attack was reported in the Times later that week. So police apprehend a suspect named Thomas Mill Bank. Oh, good. Reportedly, he was bragging at the local, you know, tavern, local bar about attacking this woman. And his coat and overhauls had been found outside of her house and a candle he had dropped was nearby. However, he was let go because Jane, the woman that was attacked by Spring Hill Jack, she said he did in no way match the physical description of Spring Hill Jack. And this man didn't breathe blue flames out of his mouth. So, and Jane described her attacker to... uh to everybody as wearing uh, the helmet and the top-fitting white costume like oil skin, and he vomited the blue and white flames. So just a couple of more little things about Spring Hill Jack. Okay. And these are photos of him? Uh, yeah, I got some photos here. Uh, the Lord Mayor of London, Sir John Cowan, or Cowan, received complaints from several parts of London describing a demonic creature with eyes like balls of fire and hands like icy claws, and he was able to bound from rooftop to rooftop with no problem. The police did not, they did not dismiss these stories, and even the Duke of Wellington, although he was aged nearly 70, he went out armed on horseback to hunt and kill this monster. Badass Duke. Very. So, nobody knows who the mysterious fiend was that became known as Spring Hill Jack. And even in 18, he was uh, reported in the 1850s and 60s as well. He was seen all over England, particularly in the Midlands. And even in 1870, the army, they set traps to catch him. But... He eluded them. Uh, in 1870, angry townsfolk in Link, Lincoln, they were reported to have shot at him in the street, but he just laughed and jumped away, leaping over fences and small buildings. So, basically, and from what I can discover, Spring Hill Jack was last seen in 1904 at Everton in Liverpool. Nearly 100 and, years. Yeah, well, 60, I believe. And he was bounding up and down the streets, leaping from cobbles to rooftops and back. And he vanished that night in the darkness and has never been seen since. So, have, have there been movies about this? Not that I know of. Because I've never heard of him. I haven't either until like a month to two months ago. How'd you come across him? Um, there's a page I follow on Facebook where they post uh, anniversaries of cryptid sightings and supernatural things. Can I see the photos? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and this is him? This is him. You know how much of a disappointment this is? Yes. Because this is a skinny white guy with the <laughs> evil mustache. Do you remember the old uh, yeah, I'll films? Get you. Yeah, in the early 1900s. He's like there, a bad villain. Yes, there was this villain that would be like, hee hee hee, I got the damsel in distress. <laughs> it, was a, it, was the silent, uh, it was the silent films, and he was just a skinny white guy with this like, yeah. thin mustache that curved on his yeah, cheek. Yeah, yeah. And he would take the damsel and tie her up to the railroads and, you know. Yes. He, Thank goodness she was always saved by oh, the yeah. hero. Imagine but ran over by a train. No, what a tragic way to die. I can come up with so many ways oh, yeah. to die that would be horrible. So basically this guy looks like a Batman version Joker of mixed that. with Batman. Uh, yeah. Now, so. as far as I know, there were not movies or haven't been any made of him that I know of right now. Why are these drawings just more of like a devil type, like a skinny man in an that's overcoat what he with was a pointed... He was described as very tall and thin. Oh, okay. And like... I just... So I was... Instead of a like devil. a devil that's face, what, I was looking for more of a mongoloid face yeah. with the, the smile. No. He was always described as having a smiling devilish face. Huh. A devilish oh. grin, a devilish laugh. Okay. So... No movies have been made about him that I'm aware of. If anybody really knows, movie, I think so. If anybody knows, you can correct us. Let us know. I mean, correct you. you well, know. correct me. Correct <laughs> me. Not, not, not the Dahlia. 
Um, but I do know that there, I do know that there were uh, some Penny Dreadfuls plays and books and things, and there was even somebody at some point that did a book series on him, and they turned him into a vigilante, kind of like Batman. This is predating Batman, so that's kind of interesting. Mm. Yeah. So this is the only topic I have for this episode, and that's why I started it off with, "Hey, what is your interpretation of what do you think the devil looks like?" Because he's been Spring Hill Jack has been described as the London boogeyman. Uh, the a devil. Well, according to your story, it sounds like he attempt trigger warning attempted essay and never successfully succeeded. Succeeded with essay. Exactly. Okay. It was never reported that he ever successfully succeeded. Okay. There are theories. Um, there was one guy that they thought Spring could be Spring Hill Jack. I didn't dabble too much into that gentleman or anything because I wasn't really interested in it. But I know there was uh, concepts and ideals that this was a ton of people dressing up like Spring Hill Jack and playing hijinks and pranks. Well, yeah. So, so what is your theory on what who or what Spring Hill Jack is? I want you to tell me what your theory is, and then I'll give mine, and we will wrap this up. All right. So, um, I'm really good with intuition. Yes. If I know I'm not trying to you no, know you stroke are. my own cock here, but you I, are. I, I generally pick up on good intuition. And um, when I look at stories like this, I'm so open minded, and I love the idea of supernatural really existing. I believe in cryptids, I believe in aliens, and I really want to believe this is like. A devil, a, 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 an entity. But honestly, when you first started telling me this story and breaking it down for me, my first intuition, it was just ringing. I was like, this is a circus freak. 100% could see that. This is like possibly mongoloid type, maybe slower, you know, like not mentally, maybe a little mentally handicapped man. And I think, I mean, trapeze artist. Yes. Like, you say, well, okay, well, this is supernatural. He can jump. And it's like, well, maybe he did have springs on his shoes and was, That's like, what I was about to say. or I think natural that was a athletic thing. ability. Yeah. He, well, too, they could misunderstand out of fear and stuff because your mind starts to play tricks on you when you see things. And a guy that just jumped four feet in the air, out of fear yeah. and terror, you're like, dude, this guy was 10 feet, 12 feet in the air. Yes. So, yes. And also, there's that. I'm not uh, discrediting no. victims No, no, you're anything, not saying that. But being an open minded and just dabbling in, dipping my toe in everything... My theory is this was a circus freak. The only thing that has me hung up is the 60 years. Like, this this was like a human. 60 years of terror. Yeah. So, my theory uh, was, like, one of the things that I I was immediately thinking circus freak because you said that his, when you originally said it, you said that his, uh, the, the first report was his shirt was oily. And I was just like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, how can I... Like, I don't understand what that means. But then at the last case, you said that he had an oil lantern on his chest with that last uh, so. victim. So my theory is, I was like, I can't discredit, uh, I can't I can't debunk a lot of this. And I was like, okay, well, the red eyes, I mean, there was a lot of STDs going on back then. And a lot of, a lot of cocaine, <laughs> a lot, a lot, of, lot, drug of, drugs. lot of drug so, use. So, okay, yeah. I can debunk the red eyes. I can debunk the jumping. Circus freak. And now as for the oil lantern... Then bells rung. A lot of jesters would shoot fire out yep. of them, and he could have had special rocks and, and yep. like shooting fire to make blue flames yep. with the oil. And, and that's, that's why oil was all over him, is because he was jumping. And yep. back then, the way that you would light lanterns was through well yes. oil, like well fat and oil. So yes, and so that- I think that debunks everything. And he was possibly a circus freak. And then you're like, well, Paige, what about sixty uh, years? 60 years? He could possibly have been like a 
I, I also thought Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. This oh, could 100%. be a Mr. Hyde situation. We're going to know more on the supernatural. Um, and who knows how long he could, you know, exactly, live. Exactly, exactly. But my theory is if he wasn't a devil, uh, a demon from hell and just wreaking terror and just like, just like more of an entity, like a, more of a spirit, I would assume that uh, this guy was a circus freak and he did that. But mind you, this is back in the day where people love stories and gossiping and they have it's nothing else going That's on. That's entertainment. You know, everyone's dying of syphilis and shit. <laughs> yeah, you know? they really are. Like, yeah. I mean, you go work in Pooping a factory. in the streets. Yeah. Like it was a, 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 it was a gross, filthy time. It, yeah. You got syphilis for here and then you went to the factory here to work and uh, you got, what was it? Iron or something that was killing everyone back then because think, there was no, I think. There was cross mercury. Con- there was yes, mercury. There was like cross contamination, which I think people intentionally took mercury to cure syphilis because there was a really big outbreak uh, yeah. during the 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 prostitute. Yes, yes. Know. Anywho, all right. Need a little air. Um, so my theory is everyone's gossiping, and I'm not discrediting the last victim, but where they say that they um. Where they say that they came across this guy bragging about it, and then it just happens his uh, his coat jacket yep. were there. His clothes were near it. Then they found. I'm a not discrediting an essay victim. No. Uh, but I am. I do have the theory. Theory. What if she's ashamed of who attempted to essay her, and yeah. she's read all the magazines and Spring all the Hill stories Jack. about him? And it's like, oh, it was him instead of she- my or, or ex lover or something. So I'm not discrediting someone like that, but my theory is if it was a circus freak to continue this lineage of 60 years, what if there was imposters? I think so. A cult. Could be cults. The thing I'll say about it that's interesting is I wonder what her family thought about it when they saw him. Oh, you're right. You're right. So I'm just, you know, throwing things out there. So I, um... I do like the idea that he was like a circus freak and then he was just able to evade them because um, I don't mean to use the word a circus freak as a derogatory well, no, that's thing, what it was. But a carny. Yeah. Uh, I, athletic as fuck. Yeah. Being able to exactly. bob and weave, you know. Jumping over buildings and things like that as, yeah. as it was described. So, I love what your theory is and your take on the origins of Spring Hill Jack and what he could have been. So, my opinion on it, I agree with a lot of what Dahlia says about it. I can see every bit of that because I had the theory too. Maybe this is like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde scenario. I love that. 100%. One of my actual favorite uh, stories, like, like I said, I like back in the day when I was studying theater and I wanted to be an actress, I would study all the old classic films from the silent films to just the classic black and white films. And one of my favorite was Dr. Jekyll, and Mr. Hyde. Love it. I just I love the multi personality disorder. Oh, I love like, it. Like the, the idea of this beautiful man good-hearted soul human could has a different side of course when he took the serum but he was a beast horrible monster monster and then there's also did you ever see the the film about the painting yep it was like this beautiful guy yep and he could never look into his own portrait and he was like a internal uh, immortal being and then when he looked in it he was the most ugliest creature ever and he He died died. yeah yeah Kind of like, I love when they put all that together in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> like, you they? had uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde was there. There was a vampire lady. You know, I could never get into that movie because I think I, I saw it, like, parts of it on TV. And the lead vampire woman, her lover in it, 
The oil painting. Uh, was that the oil painting? Yeah. Good. Well, he, or I fucking hate him. I came across the scene where she made love to him. Yeah, and he, then manipulated he manipulated her. her and yeah. I felt, in my gut, it, it, was, it was essay. Yeah, it was I get that. so sexually assaulted. Yeah. Like, you, I you hate felt, films like that. Yeah, you, I get that. You felt violated by that. So I think if Spring Hill Jack is not a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing, then we can go with the ideal. I love Dahlia's theory on he is a carny, a circus performer, a circus freak from that time period. That's the logical take on it. And I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy. Don't think you are. I just am trying to add logic to reason so, or rhyme to reason. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think you are. So here's how we could describe all that. You described everything, every bit of it, perfect to a T, whether he's using actual springs on his boots or whatever, which was a legit thing. Or an People, actual athlete, been trained yes. in the circus so the only thing and we covered you know him breathing fire so the only thing is he had metallic icy gl- uh, claws so that can be an actual I mean, he could have been an outcast of society and didn't maintain his nails so he could have had that. sharp nails and you know personal hygiene or just and then like also the, like the, he where he's an outcast this isn't like you know like uh, giving him an excuse but being an outcast he's sexually deprived yes. per se and this is how he yeah. does his thing so if he didn't just keep up his uh nail health i guess is how i would say that he could have been like a case of like the lobster boy where he had deformed hands and that could have been something to where he had like these deformed claws so that's a possibility as well if he didn't do makeshift like claws maybe he, try to hide a deformity and then yes. hide a makeshift yeah. yes there's that possibility. So what I think is there's a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde theory that we've come up with. There's the circus performer, circus freak, carny thing that we come up with. And then people trying to, oh, my life is so boring and miserable. Let's, so people uh, will lie about stories and then people will also go dress up as him exactly, and attack people. And attack people yes. So that's a possibility too. Then there's a possibility of he is the manifestation of fear to where there was so much he was created kind of like a slender man. Pennywise from Stephen King's It, yeah, who feeds maybe, off of fear. Maybe it was a real man, a circus freak or whatever, and uh, he did that for just like 15 years. Yes. And then the rest of the time, you manifested yes. a bad entity. Yes. Yeah. Just like in Nightmare on Elm Street Part 7, when Freddy <laughs> Krueger starts coming out of the movie, but it's not Freddy Krueger. It's an evil entity that's trying to come into our real world because... That's intriguing. Yes. That's what I call the Krueger theory to where I think that this thing manifests itself after we all believe it because fear and faith are powerful and they run hand in hand. A thousand percent. Yes. So if he's not a manifestation of a bogeyman... He was a circus performer, and then I think who ended up dying, and then that was the ghost of the circus performer that carried on his legacy for the next 50, 40, 30 years. Yeah, so it's that, a long period of time exactly. for a mortal man. To, it is, especially to be jumping and doing that type of thing. Yeah. And then if that's not the case, it's quite literally the devil himself, not even, not actual Satan, but a manifestation of evil that actually came out of hell and decided, hey, you know what, I'm going to have some fun. Let's cause some mischief. And that's exactly what I think is the possibility of who or what Spring Hill Jack was. Well, that was this week's episode, my babies. My freaks, cheeks, and butt cheeks. Yeah. What about those cheeks? I really hope you guys dug this week's episode. Um, you know, it was just, I wanted to do just something. Spring Hill Jack was very interesting and very intriguing. I feel like we could have done a Jack the Ripper where that was like the same time yeah. period. Like I know that. You followed that, yeah. He, but they kind of like, okay. They could have met. 
that's what I was getting at. So we Googled when Jack the Ripper was going on, and it was at the end of his... Spring Hill yes, Jack's so, terror. So what if they met? Yeah. Like, because Jack the Ripper was a serial killer, and this was possible a devil entity. Yeah. Or Dr. Jack the Ripper What about if Spring Hill Jack possessed the man that was Jack the Ripper? That's and- a good theory, but I also would love to go in depth in an episode talking about Jack the Ripper, where he it. was like a... He was a gentleman. Yeah, he was he a doctor. Was a, he was a well-dressed gentleman, yes. and then supposedly he went to America. Yep. And supposedly one that. of our serial killers in the yep. early 1900s was Jack the Ripper's yep. continuation. We need to do that. We need to do a big, deep dive Definitely episode. fascinated with that. Hell but yeah. Yeah, I definitely hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, well, tell me what we got coming up now. About now we've finished talking about Spring Hill Jack and just like... It, I wanted to get the concept of Spring Hill Jack out there and just inform everybody about Spring Hill Jack. But now that we've done that and we know about Spring Hill Jack, Black Dolly, let them know what we got coming up. Well, yes, Nathaniel, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> you know, guys, with none of this, besides Nathaniel reading off some of the facts and details of these stories, none of this is scripted. We none. literally just go off the whim. We literally just, yeah. like, I don't know anything that Nathaniel's going to say or possibly what the subject is of the yeah. podcast. So all of this is just off the rocks, like, completely so shoot. It's just kind of spontaneous. Yeah, just running and gunning. This is guerrilla filmmaking, but with podcasting. Because quite literally, sometimes we're sitting in random parking lots in Indiana. Sometimes it's in Ohio. Sometimes it's in a lodge in the middle of the woods. We're all yeah. over the place. I try to refuse to film there in yeah. the lodge because, <laughs> like, things happen. Ooh. It's spooky. All right. So now that I've gotten my surgeries out of the way and we're slowly, like, you know, forming this podcast and talking about different stories don't get me wrong this is going to be the type of podcast we have but the original plan is when we're on the road whether we're in new mexico or we're in new york state we're going to be interviewing different wrestlers and my idea is say we're in salem massachusetts or whatever yeah yeah we'll talk about the cryptids there of course, the salem witch trials like i just mentioned and like you know i mean obviously when you say salem what do you think um we will talk about the different legends there, but then we'll interview home state men and women that yeah. are wrestlers there and be like, hey, did you see anything? And then, Have well, not me, but my great-grandmother yeah. saw the Jersey Devil, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, something like that. So our podcasts are going to get really, really exciting this summer, especially when we start wrestling and, and traveling and videotaping it. Yeah, so our YouTube channel. So a lot is coming. So what we have planned for the rest of April I think you have another story set up for us. Then you want me to dedicate an episode towards me. And then we have our first wrestler at the end of the month. Yes. Uh, already lined up. Yes. And he's been wanting to be on for like the past like three months. So. Yeah, he has. He has. So we're finally going to get him on. His name yeah. is his name is Eric Fallen. And I look forward to having him on. That one's going to be fun. It will be the last week of April into May. But that the episode previous to that like i just mentioned it's going to be dedicated to me yep. should i brush up on what we're going to discuss because this this is going to be dolly is abnormal adventures from <laughs> stalkers to nazis so that that's much we need to tell them right now you sure yes like, call, no guys, we got it we got to save it it's stalkers and nazis they're not the same well, there was one in arizona that yeah. was a stalker there and was one Nazi that I was locked in, in his mountains, house. In the mountains of eastern Kentucky. And then the the third one was also in Kentucky, and I was just on a date without knowing I was on a date. I'm like yes. a fucking idiot. And so, it was really scary, but the abnormal part comes in with Oh, you. yeah. So that's what we're going to dive into with Black Dolly's Abnormal Adventures. I, I can't wait to do that one. And then 
the next episode we got coming up, it's about Ohio cryptids, and I think you guys are going to dig that And you're not going to tell one. me what nope, they are. Nope. Why do you do this to me? I get on a live podcast, a live recording, and you don't tell me anything about this, and I sound like such a dumb fuck no, on you don't. here. We got caught in the ring, baby. That's what we do. I'm going to shoot on you. I know. All right. All right, guys. So, uh... Again, we appreciate you so much for checking us out and what we do. We enjoy talking about this stuff. This is our wrestling gimmick, and this is just the the stuff that we're into. So Yeah, just continue DMing us. If you guys are interested in being on the podcast, we will put you down on the list. And I can't wait until next week. Hell yeah, and just remember, if you're walking around in London, maybe the guy that you got to worry about is not Jack the Ripper. Maybe there's a freak show, and he's jumping from rooftop to rooftop, uh-huh, and he's breathing blue fire. He's got fiery eyes and a devilish grin. Maybe you're looking at Spring Hill Jack. Maybe you're not, you know? Maybe you are. Who knows? Anyway, whether it's inside the ring or outside the ring, we're all right. Wrestling with the abnormal and the paranormal. I'm Evil Nate. And I'm the Black Dahlia. And we'll catch you here next week, same time. Yeah.